Welcome to Manifesting 101. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the big five areas, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, um, emotionally. Uh, my goal is to illuminate, um, bring the truth to manifestation and manifestations place in the lives of believers. It is a very real thing. It is a biblical principle, right? It's a, it's a, it's the Bible is founded on manifestation uh, of God's word, if nothing else. And so my goal is to obliterate legalistic and religious constructs that keep us from seeing that poverty was always supposed to be an anomaly and not standard operating procedure. Abundance is your portion. If you stop listening after this sentence, you have enough to thrive on. Abundance is your portion. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. Thank you, Manifesting 101 family. We are at 73,000. This is the 95th episode. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's 95 episodes. I'm a... I need to do something big for episode 100. So this is where I need y'all help. Y'all been listening and uh, interacting in the DMs, but I need you to tell me. Like you can email me at info kimberlyfin.com. You can hit me up in the DMs. You find me by my name on social media, Kimberly Finn, and tell me what, what should I do for this 100th episode? Because right now it's just, hey y'all, welcome to the 100th episode. <laughs> That's all I got. It kind of snuck up on me. Um, and that it totally explains also the burst of energy that I have with these new ideas, um, these new adventures that the Lord, that I have agreed to co-labor with the Lord on. Um, Cause it ain't like I got more time on my hands. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not like I have free time. And so that means to me that the Lord really has something special for me and you, the listener. I, the co-creator and you, the listener. And, um, I'm super excited about that. So what, what y'all got for ideas? 100th, ep- 100th episode. Um, I got a lot of church announcements, a lot of announcements for the church of manifesting 101. If you are new to the podcast, Hey, Hey, hi, hi. How did you find me? I'm glad you're here. Glad to be a part of your journey. And if you've been an A1 since day one, glad to be a part of your journey. Y'all, um, we're going to, um, I mentioned in the last episode, uh, something that happened. So my mom has been doing her labor of love, uh, taking care of me since my surgery and I'm loving it. Uh, we finally got to do what we said we were going to do. We created prayer pouches. So real short, um, and there's probably a commercial in here too about it. Um, a prayer pouch has been a part of my journey since 2004. Um, I was able to quit smoking. I was able to do a lot of things, (laughs) but at first I put, I, what I put in this prayer pouch are things that I, that were beyond me and I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I wanted to like take it to the Lord and leave it there. Uh, and so I wrote it on an index card and I put it in this prayer pouch that I got from this neat little woman's ministry. Um, 
and I have mine in my hand. And so my mom was like, Kimberly, you've been talking about it. Let's do it. So she has used her sewing skills. We have created prayer pouches and, um, they are being ordered and I don't like, I, I, we are going to pray over them and put some, um, things in them for people who order them. Um, but there, the design I chose was of the waves. My mom and I actually settled in on it because one of the things that Jesus did that was so tremendous and so small, all he did was speak to the storms in his life. And he said, peace be still. Jesus was never bothered by the storms, but it was the people in the boat that he was responsible for whose faith was not at the level his was and saying, peace, be still. So awesome. When you bring your requests to the Lord, know that peace, be still what, whatever the waves are taking you, uh, -uh, you can speak to it. You have the ability to declare and your prayers are being answered. Mark 11, 24. Um, and so we're going to pray over those and we're going to send them out and we're going to send them out. The first batch go out September 1st. Um, so you have time to get yours in. Um, if I hear that they should be sent out before then, that's what we're going to do. Um, and maybe we'll do two pad, two batches, but, um, that's for where that is right now. Um, and they're like $10 and, uh, yeah, so that's good stuff. Some other good stuff, um, in this journey of becoming healthy and whole, um, having the surgery, I have, the Lord has challenged me to choose joy. And the challenge was allowing him to teach me how to find joy in everything. And so that's what this episode is about based. I want to lead you into what you're going to be listening to. So every day until I hear stop it every day, I'm going to, you're going to have access to a new activation for joy. And it's going to be 10 seconds of finding joy. 10 seconds, sorry, 10 seconds of choosing joy. Now, each podcast, each mini cast, each mini sode will be no longer than two minutes and they will have an activation so you can get to your day, but you can make joy a practice. So I'm going to first define joy for you in this episode. Um, I'm going to give some fun facts about what choosing joy does. I'm going to give the, di- uh, the difference between joy and happiness. And if you know anything about me, I don't teach what I have not applied and, um, it's that beautiful thing that the Lord does. And he's like, Hey, I want to take you on this journey. And Oh, by the way, be really transparent and share with people. So what took you a long time doesn't take them a long time and they can experience good things too. And that's what this journey has been all about for me. Um, this manifestation journey, whatever you hear me teach, however long it took me, you listening, it takes you less time than I did to manifest it. That's always how it works always, always, um, even experiencing things of the supernatural. And so, um, that's what I'm doing today. And then if you have already signed up for the, um, what's new with Kimberly fit newsletter, it's called manifesting the beautiful you last week. Um, you, if you were signed up for the newsletter, then you got it. I'm back. It has been a year. Like it was a year last July was the last time I sent out a newsletter. And the reason why I stopped doing that was because I just got tired of sending out newsletters feeling like it wasn't helpful. Um, I'm going to be real transparent with you. To send something, to do something as a labor of love that you've been assigned to do and not 
know how it's landing with your audience, right? It makes you feel like, okay, am I even making a difference? Um, And there are whispers of self-doubt all the time that you either choose to listen to or pay no attention to. And I began to listen to them. I, I just felt like I wasn't doing what I initially set out to do. And that was to make sure that there were nuggets people could apply to their lives free of charge. And I felt like toward the end, I was always just sending something out for purchase. And, you know, I I just, that didn't feel good. And when it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel right, I leave it alone. I walk away. And so I can remember in this journey, the Lord was like, yeah, um, so yeah, while you're at it, while you're, while I'm taking you through joy and understanding and all these things, um, you're going to go back. You're talking about goals in the month of August and believing in the impossible and celebrating your new beginning. And I want you to revisit something that you put away because of your thoughts of inferiority. And all I asked the Lord for was joy to experience joy while writing it. And I had a blast. I had a blast so much so that I'm going to send that newsletter out whenever I feel like it. Definitely once a month, but, and you're probably going to get it more than once a month. Um, But just know, just know that manifesting the beautiful you, it's, it's on and pop in. And that's the end for the church announcements. <laughs> so long. Oh my God. So long. Um, let's get into it before I get into joy. Let's get into 17 seconds of gratitude. Now I have to say this, like y'all know that when y'all like, um, follow me, I follow back. I child, like I'm very engaged. Um, I have a small community on Instagram, larger, <laughs> way larger community on Facebook. So it's a little harder for me to do that. Um, if you follow the public figure page, I can still check you out. Many of you like send friend requests to my personal page and I'm, I'm more than likely not going to accept that because you have access to my family and my friends. And I, some, some people be out here doing weird, weird, weird stuff and everybody in my family ain't saved. And so some of y'all have found out, um, and, and those of you who have tried to approach them, and it's not all of you, like literally I'm talking about less than 1%, but don't send a friend request to the personal page, please. And thank you. That's all I said. So if you're on Instagram though, I have looked, I have engaged, I have followed, and there are some of you out here. Um, I'm just going to call it out using my words and not giving the credit and, I'm I'm never going to confront anybody. I just want to remind you of the rule. If you haven't applied it and you're teaching it, uh-oh. If you take something that is not yours without giving proper credit, that's a seed in the ground. And so I'm saying like it doesn't matter if you what you call it, like if you're procuring something. That's a cute way of saying stealing something. Um, I don't even search after that. Now, if it's my stuff I've created, I do have intellectual property. Um, and I will go after mine. So I have done that. Um, but other than that, I just let, you know, I just let your seeds handle it. Your harvest will handle it. But I, and I need to say this, like you never need to take anybody's stuff. Now you can take what you've learned and, and God will enhance it and you can put your spin on it. I have done that in my whole journey. Like, 
I remember when I first ran across Neville Goddard stuff, I had asked the Lord, okay, what in this is you and what in this is law of attraction and what do you want me to share? What don't you want me to share? And the Lord illuminated the truth in that. If you listen to the episode, I'm still giving Neville Goddard his props. I'm still giving Jake Ducey his props. I'm still giving Wayne Dwyer his props. And y'all know I give Catherine Ponder her props. Um, who else is it? Florence Scoville Shin. Um, so many, like, I'm, you know, I'm not walking around here today. Like, um, I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving Sophie Cliff her, um, her props. And I'm just sharing with y'all, like, give people their props. Like, don't, don't do that. And so now that that housekeeping is over, 17 seconds of gratitude, (laughs) 17 seconds of gratitude is where you get yourself in. Um, the vein of great expectations to be tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the frequency of heaven so you can discern who you should pour into, who should pour into you, where your bounty is for the day, your daily bread, your inspiration, strategies, whatever you like. Gratitude, make sure your antennas aren't bent going into the day. And so I never start any session without giving thanks. It clears your palate and it reinvigorates you. And so I introduce, um, I invite you to not introduce you to, I invite you to, um, be grateful, have this 17 seconds. We always do more than 17 seconds. It just feels so good. It makes you feel good. It's really great. Listen, my 17 seconds for today is all geared toward friends. Um, I am very, very grateful. I'm going to shout them out because A, they don't listen. Um, and so they won't be embarrassed or they won't. Anyway, they're, they're too humble. So during this um, healing process on my surgery, I have had my friends show up and show out. And so much to the point where I've had to like turn people away. No, we're good. No, I don't need anything. Um, sometimes at my lowest point, because I'm a, I'm a doer, I'm a go girl. So I like to be doing something and sitting down has, has really taken a toll on me. Um, and you can get, when you're in a healing state, especially after surgery or you can't, you know, you're bedridden or you can't move around, you're not mobile like you used to be. Depression can sink in. And my friends have been friending and I'm so super grateful that my first set of sticky notes I placed on the wall was that I would have great friendships, mutually beneficial relationships. And so I would like to thank Bruce and Laura and Sharita and Carmen. Um, I would love to thank Jamisha and I'm pretty sure I said Bruce, um, Dr. J, um, Debbie, Jimmy, um, Mr. Dawson. Oh my God. There's just so many. Um, those of you who hit me up on Instagram, reminding me of just the healing process. Those who are physical therapists and just to think of me, thank you for those, each and every one of you that just like I'm praying for you and thinking of you and sending light and love your way. You, you didn't have to. And I want you to know, I know you didn't have to, to Shamika, who definitely offered people who were coming into town, visiting, and was like, I'll come over. Sophia, to Melissa, Joe, who volunteered her husband's chef abilities, to Mike. I, I just, thank you. 
like thank you to Larry, to Beatrice. Like, I remember one uh, morning I was just crying out to the Lord and it was a down, down day. And I prayed to the Lord to just let somebody call, put me on someone's heart. And it wasn't even a minute. And my friend Larry called and said exactly what I needed to hear. And I'm so super grateful for that. I'm going to pull myself together. As always, we do more than 17 seconds. And gratitude makes you feel so, so, so good. Very fortunate to have friends. Very blessed to have friends. And very blessed to serve a God who always answers those who call when they call for help. All right, y'all, shifting. <laughs> oh. Okay, y'all, let's get into it. So look, first thing is I want to tell you is what is joy? Uh, what I have come to realize is that joy is a choice. And I remember saying that I want to differentiate. I want to tell you the difference between um, joy and happiness. I want to differentiate between the two. Happiness isn't a choice. Happiness is an emotion that is based off of the condition. I used to believe that happiness was a choice. And I was like, yeah, choose to be happy. Okay, I want you to know, though. This is how I've come to this revelation. And again, you have two thumbs and you're powerful to disagree. Don't yuck on my yum. But here's the thing. When I uh, buried my nephew, I could not choose to be happy. Uh, no, <laughs> that it wasn't the circumstance like was not it was not there was no finding my happy. Did I have moments of happiness um, and emotion where I, I laughed? Uh, yeah, I, 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 that's not happiness. Right. Um Happiness has this euphoric kind of thing that comes with it. Uh, and in rough, terrible situations, tumultuous super um, situations, moments of contrast, because happiness is an emotion, um, it's very, 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 very hard to choose to be happy. And now I give you the difference uh, between joy. When I buried my nephew, I did have joy. I can guarantee that. So the morning, first of all, I did not, and this is my own personal experience based on what I believe and I have to preface this, okay? So this is something that God challenged me to do. I'm heavy on faith. I'm heavy on that. Um, I'm heavy on if I have faith and if I serve God and if I believe Jesus did what he did, he definitely healed the sick and raised the dead and he said I would do the greater works and I believe that, period. So it was really important for me not to come into agreement with grief. And I remember the morning, of his funeral, uh, I went out at about 6 a.m. and danced. And I went to this nature reserve. It's in Cedar Rapids. And I remember I was just praying and, you know, crying. And, and the Lord was like, I challenge you to, to dance before me. And I remember the song that I danced to. And... I dance. I the I re I experience the joy of the Lord being my strength. <sighs> and I I remember as I danced around, stunned 
that this was happening, stunned that I would have this story to tell because I'd heard people describe things like this and never experienced it. I chose the opportunity to operate in God's joy. In spite of the circumstance. I couldn't have chose happiness in that moment, period, period. (laughs) But joy, baby, I chose that. Um, I can be stressed and choose joy, uh, in a breakup, experience a breakup. I can't choose to be happy. That's an emotion, right? It's an emotion. We know all the things that happen where we experience happiness and degrees of happiness, but joy can be experienced at any moment in time during anything. You can have joy. Um, So the other thing about joy is when we talk about what exactly it is, and I know that some of you guys are like, okay, Kim, that's not a great explanation. And to me it is, um, unpack it yourself and look at the definition of happiness and look at the definition of joy. You can have joy in sorrow. You can. You can have joy in heartbreak. And it's not about having this false narrative um, about what's happening. Um, it is about being honest in the situation and then choosing joy. And I'm going to, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into how you can choose joy. Um, in the 10 seconds of choosing joy where you get an activation and I talk no more than two minutes. Remember that? Okay. All right. Okay. So joy, um, is a choice. It's something that can always be cultivated regardless of our circumstances. So, um, When you understand joy as more of a practice or an attitude rather than an emotion, because happiness is an emotion, um, joy is actually deeper than happiness. And um, you can manifest a sense of contentment in the worst situations, not resolve. Not resolve, not to be resolute, but to be content. You know, when Paul's talking about whatever state I am, I'll be content. Contentment is different from being resolute. To be resolved is to say, okay, this is my fate and there's nothing I can do about it. To be content means to know the God force within you is already working. And although whatever is happening is in the 3D, I can take joy in the fact that it is changing. It's changing right now for me. That's the choice I have. So to practice joy and have an attitude of joy, notice that when you go to the gym to work out, right, you're practicing. And so I'll say it again. Like if you haven't been to the gym for a while, right. And then you go there for the session. Um, it it may be even hard for you to drive to the gym because you're thinking about, oh man, I'm going to go work out for a half hour. But if you haven't worked out for even five minutes for the last two years, a half hour seems tedious. But, um, in this book called, um, Atomic Habits, He talks about, hey, drive to the gym for two weeks. Just drive up to the door. He had a client that just drove up to the door for for two weeks. Um, I actually told this to a mentee of mine. Um, I suggested they do this, not in working out, but in something else. And it totally works. Um, When I was trying to get um, back into walking, I did it for my own life, right? And so his client just drove up to the gym every day for two weeks. Then the next week he got out and walked the treadmill for five minutes, got back in his car and went home because then he re he, he built a new narrative that said, this is a man that goes to the gym now. 
It didn't matter if he got out of his car, he was going. See, it's not a lie. See, see, you're messing with the re- receipt that's held in your hippocampus. You're training your brain. And so it didn't matter how long he, he moved the goal from saying he was going to work out a half hour or an hour to I'm just going to work out. And then now he, he goes to the gym all the time. If you haven't read Atomic Habits, please do. It's a really extraordinary book. It's totally awesome. Um, and if you are like him, I don't finish books. That's fine. Do what I do. Uh, you know, I just jump all around in books and then I finish them when I finish them. But like I could be reading 10 books at the same time. Anyway, I digress. So practicing joy is the same way. And that's why it's 10 seconds. Because 10 seconds doesn't feel tedious. All right. So that's what we're talking about. Getting into a practice of it. Um, Joy can coexist with so many other emotions. You can be sad and have joy. You can be anxious and have joy. You can. And the joy will overrule the negative emotions or the emotions that cause um, draining and and imbalance. Um, Feeling sad or grief stricken um, doesn't deny your access to joy. So joy is always accessible. Oh my God, you guys, this is so good. This is so good. It's so good and I'm so excited for us. And so like, here's the thing that I, the one of the reasons like I know the Lord wanted me to experience joy in this healing process was to me, it was like, okay, well, I can't be happy if I'm not my old self and doing all the things and traveling and getting to enjoy blah, 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 right? And I had to, you know, embrace the fact that happiness is an emotion based on circumstances and run that past the qualitative date of my life. And I realized that I could experience joy while sleeping in a recliner, not having access to my bed. Um, I could experience joy um, in the simple things. Um, and And the Lord showed that to me. And he also explained why it's so important, um, why joy is so important to our life. First of all, joy has a positive impact on your mental health, but also your physical health. It can literally transform it. Um, studies have shown that joyful people uh, get sick less. They catch common colds less. Um, it boosts your immune system. You're less likely to have a heart attack. You're less likely to um, have to fight off stress and pain. You're less likely to experience those things. Um, you can A joy can improve uh, your ability to live longer. I- I'm just reading facts. Joy gives you more time on this earth. Count it all joy, the Bible says. Brother, when you are faced with many temptations, when you are faced with the opposite, count it all joy. When you're faced with these situations, count it all what? Joy. It didn't say count it all happy. It didn't. When you're joyful, it can improve your relationships, not just because you are changed, mental health, remember change, but also your joy can be infectious to impact those around you. Um, I can, I know joyful people and it's so like, oh my God, you're so peaceful to be around. Uh, my secretary, uh, Lisa is so stinking joyful. Um, you walk into her space. One of my secretaries, sorry. Um, you walk into her space and, and the, the, the whole environment is different. She's joyful. Even on, on stressful days, joyful. Never has a bad thing to say about anyone. Joyful. Joyful. And 
And she does not have to tell anybody, hey, y'all, I'm joyful. No, it's contagious. I, I can never, there have been times I've been dead dog tired entering that building. I've done it with joy because I love what I do. And I walk in, I have my coffee in hand, and there she is. Good morning, Kimberly. With her joyful self. Ugh, it's infectious. Ugh, ugh. Listen, joy improves your chances for success. So like practicing joy improves cognitive function, the way your mind works. This results in a greater chance of being successful in your careers. Experience a positive, like experiencing positive emotions make you smarter, more resilient, and better at solving problems. Joy. You can have all the emotions. The joy is a choice. And so I'm asking you to invite more joy into your life. Prioritize joy and invite more joy into your life. I don't want you to feel guilty in this journey. I really, really, really don't. I don't. I don't want you to feel guilty when you hear me talk about this. um, And when you're listening to this, Uh, I don't. I, I want you to take the opportunity to ask yourself, like, how do you figure out what brings you joy? What brings you joy? What, what, how, when do you experience joy? How do you experience joy? When's the last time you engage with joy? When's the last time you pray to God for joy? When's the last time you set an intention to manifest joy? Do you know that joy is not predicated upon how much money you have? It's not predicated upon if your bills are paid. It's not predicated upon whether someone loves you or likes you. It's it's a gift that is such an amazing wonder. Because I've seen people who are homeless operating in great joy and they're not drunk and they're not on drugs. Baby, great joy. That can be you. That can be us. Say, that can be me. I can operate in great joy. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Say it. I can operate in great joy. You have the opportunity to create joy every day. So be open and honest with yourself in this journey. Have some fun in this joy journey and stay curious, exploring, building a joyful life. Start noticing what feels exciting to you, what what you're curious about, things that you haven't done that you want to do, that you think can open up joy and bring you joy. I want you to think about not falling into the should trap, right? Being open with yourself on what you've experienced and what you've taken for granted. And I don't want you to say, man, I should have done that or I should have said that or I should be here by now. I should. No, no, no. That's a should trap. Stop it. You are where you are, where you are and where you are is where you meant to be. You're in a very good space. You're listening to me talk about joy and so you right now have chose you've chosen joy this journey is going to be amazing it's going to be awesome and so the first activity um 
I, you know what? I'm going to save that for the first 10 seconds of joy podcast. So look, it has been wonderful sharing space with you. I've had a blast, an amazing time. If you have learned anything um, and plan to apply anything that you've heard, you have the opportunity um, to uh, trade on what you've heard and it's hit the cash app, Kimberly Fitton, capital K, capital F. Um, you can do kfitton88 at gmail.com. That's PayPal. That's Venmo. And, you know, that's it. You know, if you slower, you grow. And if you uh, your life has been changed at all by what Manifesting 101 is doing, you know, 25 cent doesn't matter. Like it's it's your seed. It's going to be returned to you and you're doing great things. Don't forget that your seed can also be sharing the information with others and changing their lives. All right. So, hey, Kim, my finances are in transition. Um, Yeah. And you can just share the podcast. It doesn't all it doesn't have to be money at all. It doesn't. Sewing has many, many, there, there are many ways to, to sew. Okay. Many, many options. All right, you guys, it's all love and 10 seconds of joy starts on the seventh. That, that would be tomorrow. All right, you guys have an amazing day. If you have any questions, info at KimberlyFenton.com, wherever you go, wherever you take your funky, wonderful feet, you better go be great. So I've mentioned how fond I am of my prayer pouch that I received like back in 2002. I'm at a ministry event for women. Uh, I was working with my mom and they gave every woman a prayer pouch and the instructions were to put your request on a um, index card and submit it to God and then leave it there. And I, from when I was... um, before I was able to purchase my own car because I had a license, um, that was suspended because I owed like over $4,000 in tickets unpaid. Um, I put that in there to ask that those tickets be paid, that I would get a car. Um, I also put in there, my request was to stop smoking. Um, I have a lot of other requests that have gone in this pouch over the years. And what I do is I put it on there and I leave it there and they have manifested. Um, I was able to quit smoking cold turkey. Like, and those of you who have been addicted to anything know how, knows how hard, you know, cold turkey is. Um, so I, I've looked and I have thought about creating prayer pouches before and my mom and I have been discussing this and so well it's done. Um, and so this prayer pouch is a labor of love. We have prayed over all of the fabric um, and the design we chose was of, of the waves because, um, God has the ability and the God force within us through prayer to, to command the waves to stop and to say, peace, be still. But also Jesus commanded on his word that Peter walk on water and do incredible things. And so, um, we've created manifesting 101 has created, uh, recreated the prayer pouch. And, um, if you would like to order one that will be available um, on the 1st of August at midnight. So that's my commercial. I'm super excited about it. And if you know you're going to want one and you want to just like pre-order, um, it's just $10. Uh, you want to pre-order, go ahead and hit up info at KimberlyFenton.com. Now back to your show.